episode 35, Currency for Currency. Today's discussion for tomorrow's financial freedom is titled, Get in the Game. Have you ever arrived to a game late and feel like, what the heck is going on? You're kicking yourself, wondering what you missed, and shamefully looking around to see who noticed your late arrival. The question is, now that you're at the game, what's your next move? Join us as we discuss the MMH factors and give you golden nuggets on how to cash in on your currency. We'll get to the point of now or never and striking your best financial move before the quarter is up. Let's get into it. Currency for currency, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Currency for Currency, and this is the place where you get today's discussion for tomorrow's financial freedom. I'm Nyosha, and today I am flying solo, y'all. Miss Mo Money is still out on a little vacay, or should I say work K, because you know she is always on the grind and on the what? The money, y'all. But I still want to talk to you. I want to give you your amazing golden nuggets, those old so delicious financial factors that will keep your mind, your money, and your home life right, right? That's what we do here on Currency for Currency. We give you the real, the real talk. We give you the inspiration, the inspire or desire. We give you the facts. So you know how I like to do it. Let's jump right into it. And let's talk about where we are today. Where are you today? We're now in the month of July. Wow. Crazy saying that because it feels like 2021 just started yesterday. 2020 being all that it was, you know, coming out of it now, being able to do some of the things that we were familiar with, like travel, like visiting family and friends, dining in restaurants, seems just mind-blowing that we're here, right? And that now, as we start to re-emerge into these familiar places, we're starting to spend more, we're starting to think differently, we're starting to plan differently, or are we? That's the question for you. We're now in the second half of it. The second half, meaning we're at, for our corporate listeners, the end of our fiscal year, the beginning of a new fiscal or financial year. We're at the third quarter for others, or we're simply at the second half, right? So we're beyond that halfway mark. And if you're not in it, it's time for you to get in the game. Get in the game. Get in the game with a plan. Get in the game with action. Get in the game with purpose and determination, right? So my question is, what bucket do you fit in? Where do you see yourself? Where would you categorize yourself at now? Some folk are just like, listen, it's summertime. 
I am all the way checked out. I want to enjoy this time. I don't want to think about anything. I'll come back to this in September. I'll finish out my year strong, right? And maybe you fit into that category. And maybe that's a viable plan for you. Maybe it's not. So let's talk about what it means for you to get in the game right now. What it means for you to fit in a bucket or at least have some coins dropping in there, right? Speaking of coins dropping, there was a recent news event that actually sparked my attention and it's really applicable to what we're discussing today and you know making these plans making decisions having capital in which to finance these decisions right because you need money for this and you certainly need money for that Wells Fargo actually announced recently that they were ending their business as it relates to personal lines of credit. Why is this important? How does it affect you? Well, let me give you another scenario before we go into this conversation. If, if you were told today without any advance notice that you needed to abruptly leave your current home and find alternative shelter for the next four months on your own, meaning you're going to finance this move, what would you do? How would you begin that planning phase? Do you even have four months of reserves right now, today, accessible to you that you could live off of? And that's a general question, right? But it's also a serious question because we could all be faced with that at the blink of an eye. Anything could happen, right? And we constantly talk about on this show in particular of having nest eggs and those fallback plans. So what would you do? What if four months turned into then six months and six months turned into then one year? How would that work out? Even if you have family members that you could reach out to, a home or a room that you could reside in, you still have to contribute. You still have your other bills to pay, bills non-related to the house, maybe a car, tuition, right? Credit cards, groceries, you still have to eat. And you want to contribute monetarily to the family member's house that you're staying at, right? So what if that didn't work out and you outstayed your welcome? (laughs) That could happen very easily, right? What would your contingency plan be? Where would you draw these extra funds from, right? And I'm asking and I'm, I'm placing this as an extra funds category because when you speak to most people, right, they're, they're kind of living hand to foot. You know, the last thing that they think about is savings. Oh, I don't have enough to save. And my philosophy is you're not looking at areas in which you can save, right? We all can save a little. There's always a way to finagle your finances, to put away something 
no matter how big or small, right? So if you don't have a nest egg today, where could you draw money from is the question. Well, Wells Fargo and these personal lines of credit was one such example. You're someone, you have excellent credit. You said, you know what, let me apply for this. Let me see what they'll give me. And you use this as maybe a backup plan. You use this maybe as a backup plan to your checking account so that if in the event your account was overdrawn, now you had money to basically replenish this account, avoid the fees. You use this to pull from for extra entertainment expenses. You want to take your significant other out for the weekend, a nice family getaway, and you need a quick $700, go get a cabin, nice dinner, you know, just for the weekend. You're going to pull from that money so that you know your regular bills and home life is taken care of. You use this when, oh my gosh, there was torrential downpours and your basement flooded. And now you have flood damage. You need to get that repair. And there are just some parts of your home warranty or homeowner's insurance that just won't cover it. Right? So you have now this cushion. It's this what if money. I don't have to worry about it. Well, what if they suddenly shut this what if money down? Which Wells Fargo did. Now you don't have access to this money. What does that mean? Well, here's what it means. It means that you have this personal line of credit that you could draw money from freely at your will. And let's say, as an example, it was a personal line of credit of about $20,000. And right now, today, you are only using $3,000 of it. Great. You're at a 15% utilization rate, right? That's wonderful for your credit score. It shows that you're disciplined, that you're paying your bills, and you're keeping that utilization low, below the 30% mark. But now that this product is going away, you don't have that additional $17,000 to play with. Now, it's not, oh, let me pay this amount this month because I owe $3,000 and I'll pay a lesser amount next month because maybe I now only owe $2,500. Now it's, you owe us $3,000 and your balance to pay is $3,000. Hmm. What's happening now? Well, what's happening now is you have a fixed payment, associated interest, and a lower, lower, lower balance or available credit line. So it means that you can no longer draw from these funds. Your credit's going to take an impact because now your utilization goes from 15% to 100% utilization, right? You just have to pay this back monthly and you're strapped now for extra cash. So there goes your what if scenario. So now if you look at that same example, where you would stay for those four months that could easily turn into six months, that could easily turn into a year and you being kicked out because you didn't clean the dishes or empty the dishwasher, Where are you going to draw the money from? 
how are you going to provide for your family in those what-if scenarios? Well, there's another option if you're a homeowner, and that's called a HELOC, and that's a home equity line of credit. Now, this line of credit, similar to what the Wells Fargo product was, is also an extension, and it's a flexible extension. It's based on your credit, low debt to income ratios, right? You have variable rates that you pay back, and it's basically, hey, I want to use a little bit now, and I'll use a little bit later. It's a good option. You also have a home equity loan if you're a homeowner, and that's basically a fixed payment, a monthly payment that you will make recurring, right? So it's an installment loan. And again, based on the same factors, right? Excellent credit, low debt to income ratio, fixed rate I mentioned, right? But then there's the credit card offers. Oh, credit card offers, you get them. And you get these checks in the mail, right? And you're like, what is this? Great news you qualify for. And one option is you can use this check to pay off your other higher interest credit cards, right? For one low balance transfer rate. Or you can use it as a fixed amount and you're gonna pay the interest. So it's a great option, right? But what comes with that option? The option that comes with it is interest. Interest. Interest is always going to be a factor. And how much interest you're gonna pay back on money that you borrow, man, that is really dependent upon your credit. And then your credit is taking into consideration all the other debt that you have, the utilization that you have on these credit cards. Are you maxed out? Are you opening an account every month? Are you not paying your bills and have late payments showing up? Right? So if you're gonna borrow this money, yet it's gonna cost you 15%, is that a worthy investment for you? Is that? a worthy what-if scenario for you? Well, here's a what-if scenario that you can think about for this second half. What if, what if you had saved $100 a month over the last seven months? $100 a month, right? What if you had saved that money? Where would you be today? Well, right now, you'd be at easily $700, right? That's simple. $700 for the last seven months, okay? You would have as a what if cushion. What if you had saved, however, $50 a week? $50 a week turns into $1,400, right? $1,400, 28 weeks, all right? What if you saved $75 a week? That 75 now turns into $2,100 that you could have had over the last seven months alone. 
Now, if you look back, and I challenge you to do this, if you look back at your bank statements over the last seven months, easily, I'm telling you, you could find $100 or more, and you don't even know what the heck you spent that money on, easily, guarantee. So if you could easily waste $100, why aren't you saving it? Ding dong. Mm. That's a question you need to seriously answer. <laughs> so when we think about the second half, let's think about putting an actionable plan in place. Let's think about creating our own what-if scenarios. You have Christmas coming up, you have school coming up, you have the new year coming up, right? Birthdays still to celebrate. What if you were to take charge of your financial outcome today, right now, and you didn't depend on this personal line of credit that was just snatched away from you abruptly? What if you said, I'm gonna be a homeowner in the next year? And here's how I'm going to do it. What if you said, I'm going to be a real estate investor and here's how I'm going to fund my real estate investment, right? See, your mind, your money, and your home, they all go together. And so in order to get your mind working, you have to what? Change your mind, change your thinking, change your habits. When you do those things, your money will start to change. And as your money starts to change, your home life starts to change as well. All for the better, right? All for the better. Positive increase. You start to think differently. You start to associate differently. You start to spend differently because now you're prioritizing. Now you're saying, you know what? I don't need 100 pair of shoes. Okay, I can treat myself every now and again. Or maybe I don't need this wig that costs X amount of dollars. I have five already in my closet. You know what? I don't need to spend $300 every weekend to go out flossing on my friends. Right? I don't need this gym membership because I haven't taken my behind there in over a year and a half. And I've just been paying on it monthly. You prioritize what's important to you. You spend differently. You associate with different folks. Now your money is starting to increase. I'm no longer spending on this gym membership. So now I can see where I can save $25 to $100 a month. Okay? That's a great start. I'm no longer going out with my friends and spending $300 every weekend. Now this is going to be a shared expense. And I've dwindled that down to $75. Awesome. That's $225. Now you got 225 plus the 25 to 100. 
that's $250 to $325 that you could be saving every month. You know what? I'm going to reduce my cable bill because I have a Netflix subscription. I have Amazon Prime. I have Hulu. Oh, wow. Is that another cha-ching $50 you could possibly be saving a month? What about your cell phone bill? Have you looked at that recently? Is there another plan that's better or more appropriate for you? Are you switching and updating your phones consistently and then paying monthly for those lines? Maybe there's a better value phone for you. The point is, look at what's important to you. There's no right or wrong answer here. It's when you don't look, there's a problem, right? And you know why most people don't look? Because it makes you, what? Accountable. Accountable. Now you know. And when you're in the know, you better know that you ought to do better, right? And so when you become accountable because you changed your mind, now your practices are going to be different. Now you're saving. You get this nest egg to start growing. Now you have a cushion. Now you see a plan in place that is rolling. Now you want to invest more into this plan because you're watching it grow. It's like a seed that you plant and you start to see the first little stem pop up out of the dirt, the soil. You're like, wow, I've been pouring so much into this. Watering it, talking to it, nurturing it. And now it's growing. What do you want to do? You maybe want to give it a little more sunshine. You quickly open your your shades a little more, right? You pour a little extra drop of water in there because now you see this thing growing. That's the same thing that your finances should do, that you should do for you and your finances so that your home life increases as well. Second half. Third quarter, get in the game. There's not much time left, right? There's not much time left to end this, to end this. You could take it all. You could be the winner, but you got to get in the game. Yeah, that's what was on my mind to discuss with you the second half. So I encourage you to look back, to check it out, and to plan ahead. I encourage you to come on back because now that we're in the game, we're going to go a lot deeper and we're going to really start to tie all these things together. So make sure you subscribe you like, and you share these valuable nuggets, right? Bring someone along with you on this journey. You don't have to go it alone. Be someone else's accountability partner, right? 
have someone that can check in on you and that you can check in on. You inspire each other. Link up with someone that you desire to reach that financial status and ask them, hey, what was your first step? How did you, how did you do it? How did you get to where you were? Learn, right? And be in the know. And know that you will get more valuable golden nuggets when you come on back to currency for currency, right? So again, subscribe, like, share, consider supporting this podcast. It keeps us going. It keeps us encouraged. It allows us to bring you valuable content that you can use, that you can succeed, succeed. You get what you need to succeed with currency for currency, y'all, right? It's a blessing to speak growth and opportunity into this space. And it's a blessing to be on the receiving end. So receive the message, but pass it along at the same time. Come on back and we will see you all soon. Currency for currency, y'all. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We brought you the dollars and definitely the cents so you could cash in on all your MMH factors. So come on back, grab more nuggets, and get your mind, your money, and your home all addressed in one place. It's currency for currency, y'all. See you next time.